Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello, and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we're talking to Podbean's podcast specialist, Ronnie Gosh, on discoverability versus audience retention and why your podcast needs both. Stay tuned, and here we go. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Going great, Norma Jean. How's it going for you? Good. I'm so excited to talk about discoverability today. We have a huge event series this summer called The Summer of Discoverability, where we're speaking to experts on discoverability for both brands and for independent podcasters. So we have the link here in the show notes. Make sure to check that out. And today we're going to talk about discoverability versus audience retention. So first off, can you really quickly describe the difference? Of course. So discoverability and audience retention are almost the dichotomy of podcasting. Discoverability is how people are going to discover your podcast. So whether it's through, uh, you know, optimizing your SEO, whether it's through making sure that you're on the best platforms for your podcast, whether it's, you know, just how you're marketing yourself, that's all under the discoverability umbrella. Audience retention is how you are keeping those listeners. So that's how you are really cultivating cultivating that audience. Uh, how often is everybody coming back and checking out, you know, the latest episode? You know, how ingrained are they in your podcasting community? So you need both to have a good quality podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what are some strategies to improve podcast discoverability without sacrificing audience retention? How do you get new podcast listeners, people engaged in your community without, you know, making the people who are already there feel like, okay, we're already here? One of the key things I'll always highlight is that when you are, you know, putting out your your latest post, if you're, you know, posting something on like your, your favorite uh, social media, uh, you want to highlight that you have the community already. So for example, if you've really cultivated like a really great like chat group on a subreddit, or you have a really cool discord server, when you're putting out, you know, a post on Facebook, put those links and say, Hey, do you want to chat with other listeners? Do you want to, you know, come hang out and you know, see some behind the scenes stuff or just come vibe with us while we're, you know, chatting in the channel. Join the community, come hang out with everybody. You really want to show that you are open and inviting to everybody and doing so will let others, uh, you know, have, uh, it'll it'll let others come and engage with the audience that you, you know, have retained. And so it allows you to highlight your, your audience that you have, you know, on your server, in your chat room, you know, on your chat forum while also promoting yourself to new listeners to come check it out. Yeah, absolutely. And you can kind of invite those new listeners to engage with the audience members that you're already hyping up, right? You're retweeting them, all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely a really cool aspect in terms of creating overall community for your podcast. Um, And, you know, next I want to ask, you know, are there any metrics or analytics that podcasters should track to measure discoverability and audience retention? Because it's it, they're different, right? Oh, absolutely. So when it comes to measuring audience retention, 
that's where um, your stats like through Podbean are going to come through. Uh, like, for example, we actually do have a retention stat that shows you what percentage of this uh, week's listeners have come back from the previous week or the week before. Um, this is just going to be through the Podbean app or through people checking out your podcast through your Podbean website. But it does give you a good idea of what percentage of your audience is coming back. So you can say, oh, hey, I had, you know, 100% uh, retention over the past three episodes or, hey, my retention was at like 65% over the past three and it dipped to 25% for the the previous episodes. So you can measure, you know, week over week what your retention is looking like. So you know if you're doing good or if you need to make some improvements. Um, on the other hand, we have our daily listener stat, which is for all of our platforms. It's, you know, it comes through your RSS feed from every directory that you're in. So you can say, oh, hey, I had, uh, you know, 200 unique listeners here and 200 downloads for the day, which means that each person downloaded one episode. So you can say, oh, hey, maybe they're new or they haven't tuned in before. or They just kind of wanted to come check it out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a that's a really important aspect as well. You know, and and like you were saying, Ronnie, we are IAB certified, which is a standard within the industry in terms of how um, data is um, standardized, right? So that's really yeah. important. Um, and then that weekly retention stat is for everybody who listens on Podbean, through your website, through your embeddable player, all that good stuff as well. And also, you know, within Podbean, we can also see how long people are listening to each episode as well. So you can say, okay, you know, in terms of audience retention, people are listening to on average 80% of the episodes, that kind of thing. You know, they're making it 80% of the way through each episode, which is which is a really important aspect as well. And, you know, I think it really helps bring perspective, right? Because as podcasters, it's so easy to, you know, immediately start a podcast and say, okay, where's the millions of downloads, right? But, you know, the fact that people are listening all the way through, the fact that you have retention is important as well, right? For every person who's listening, it's something where they're giving you their time and they're not just, you know, scrolling for a second on social media. They're listening to the entirety of your episode. And that also is something to be honored and something to be excited about as well. And can we talk about a couple of examples of podcasts that have managed, you know, both discoverability and audience retention? Because it's a really fun thing when a podcast creates a community and continues to bring people in. Oh, absolutely. Um, one of my uh, favorite examples of this is uh, the Brave Mama podcast. I believe you had her um, podcasting smarter a bit ago. Yes. Um, we'll have Stephanie's episode linked here in the show notes. Oh yeah. She's fantastic. I love speaking with her, but she really hit the hit the stride there between, you know, getting more people, you know, tuning in, you know, getting that introduction to her content and getting people to learn more about what she's doing. And also really, you know, setting up a really tight knit community with the listeners that have already been tuning in for a while. So she has a huge Facebook group and everybody kind of hangs out and talks, but she also uh, does really great in, you know, getting her podcast out there and promoting in the different spaces and, uh, getting new listeners to come in and kind of check everything out before they're kind of funneled into that Facebook group to, you know, join the core, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Steph and the Brave Mama podcast are such a great example of using Facebook groups and really creating a community of people who 
are specific to your niche. You know, that podcast is about something very specific. It's about pelvic organ prolapse. We have a whole episode on Steph's journey and building the podcasting community there. And it's something where, you know, people who are affected by that, you know, are really seeking community. So she's really able to build a space where people feel safe and connect in. So I think that that's a really important aspect as well. Um, and next, I want to talk about some common mistakes that podcasters make when prioritizing maybe discoverability or audience retention and and how we can avoid them. Well, that's actually something that I, you know, I'm really excited for when it comes to all of the content that we're putting out this summer is that there has been so much focus on discoverability of like promoting your podcast of making sure that you're, you know, working the algorithm to your favor, that there's so much focus on growing your audience, but there's not as much focus or, you know, resources or really anything devoted to, okay, how do you keep that audience? How do you keep that, uh, keep that attention? How do you make sure that everybody wants to keep coming back? Because if you prioritize discoverability over retention, what you're going to have is you're going to have more people who come in and listen to an episode and then dip back out. So you're going to be talking to a new audience of people every single week. You're not really going to be able to you know, build up uh, the, the rapport with them. You're not really going to be able to grow, go anywhere or grow with your podcast. It's going to be just kind of like a one and done every week. So you're really doing yourself a disservice if you are prioritizing the discoverability over, you know, focusing on the audience that is coming back every single week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't want to have to start from zero every week. So I think that that's a really important aspect as well. And in terms of audience retention, right, you're going to have those core people that you start out with, you know, friends of friends, you know, people who are immediately directly in your community, in your niche. So that's a really important aspect as well. Um, but you don't want it to get stagnant. You don't want, you know, the people that you serve to feel like they're in a bubble. So I think it is something in terms of also adding discoverability, making sure, you know, you're you're out there, you're visible on the social media platforms where your ideal listeners are. Um, and uh, you know, you continue to incentivize audiences to find you, right? Whether that's guest swaps, whether that's a couple of other discoverability tools we've talked about. Um, I love that Amazon gift card idea from John, our director of customer success. So there's a, there's a lot of really great tools out there and just ways that you can engage with community to build your audience as well, because you want to maintain the audience you have. Um, and for some podcasts that are super, super niche, your audience just may be that super niche. And you just want to make sure you capture everyone who's as obsessed <laughs> with your topic as you are. Um, but in general, there are going to be people who are maybe, you know, on the fringes or adjacent to that topic who maybe want to listen to not every episode, but at least some of them. So it's important to make sure that you capture them as well. Well, Ronnie Gosh, thanks so much. Um, we'll have the link to our blog here. This episode is also uh, taken from our blog here at Podbean. We'll have the link here in our show notes. And of course, any questions, reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.